Dominica, the Caribbean, the world, welcome back to our Power Up Tuesdays right here on TDN Radio. You are now listening to Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone right here on TDN Radio. I hope that you are in good health and good spirits as we start another week off together. So again, a special good evening to our brothers and sisters in our homeland of Dominica, as well as everyone who's listening uh, in the Caribbean and the rest of the world. So I truly hope that you are starting the week off with the right spirits, the right mental framework, because as we know, we continue to battle so many storms in this world today. So I'm sure by now you've heard the news that there are over 727 cases of COVID-19 in Dominica, which is a significantly high number, considering that last year during the peak of the pandemic, we were only averaging about, you know, 3, 13, 15 cases. So it is truly alarming when we hear that the cases are now to the point of 727 cases in Dominica. So many storms uh, uh, we are facing this week, uh, this time. Uh, we also heard of the earthquake in Haiti, and we wonder how much more Haiti can take. If you recall, they had the assassination of their president only uh, maybe about a month or two uh, ago, and now they are facing yet another disaster on that Caribbean island nation. So we continue to stay strong. We continue to pray for our brothers and sisters in Dominica, Haiti, St. Lucia, St. Vincent. It just seems like all of the Caribbean these days has one issue or the other that is plaguing us. So we continue to pray for our region. We continue to pray for the world as the Delta variant of COVID-19 continues to rip havoc all over the world. But it is great to be here. It is great to be back on your radio with you right here on TDN Radio as we get powered up for the week ahead. Uh, we have another great guest for you this evening. We'll be joined by Jahari Chi, and he's an up-and-coming reggae artist, but he is so much more. He is a teacher. He's a musician. He is uh, one of the members of the Caribbean Lives Matter uh, organization on Facebook where they're monitoring cases such as that guy Kenny Mitchell, we will remember from Dominica, who was killed in Anguilla by a tourist. So he is doing so much more just to represent Dominica very well, and we are certainly proud of him. So he will be our guest today as we celebrate another Power Up Tuesday. And of course, we remind you to stay until the end of the program to find out who's up next, as well as how we are continuing to engage each other during the week with our uh, Facebook Live and our website uh, programs to just keep everyone in a right frame of mind because we can certainly all use a positive mental break, a positive mental experience these days. So we continue to be that source for you. We continue to be a positive area where we can come, we can engage, we can have a great conversation. And of course, we thank TDN Radio for providing the platform, not only on the radio, but as well as sponsoring our Facebook Live. So together we can do so much. 
together we can do so much so we are very happy to be able to come to you each and every Tuesday as well as throughout the week via Facebook live and my website push past 10 to continue to inspire you to continue to motivate you to continue to help you as you work with setting and achieving those life goals that you have set out for yourself as well as maintaining a positive spirit during these very dark times so again, I want to thank you for being here for another episode of Untapped Potential. As we kick the program off, I want to introduce you to yet another musician from Dominica, a young man who goes by the name Savage. And I had the honor of watching an interview that he recently did with Fadina Frampton on her program in the spotlight. And I was so impressed. And you know, part of my mission with everything that I do is to simply promote the talent out of Dominica. So I thought I would give you a listen to one of his songs this evening, a song by the name Rescue Me, as we continue to work tirelessly to promote our Dominican talent. So as we get started with the program, again, a wonderful good evening to you wherever you're joining us from, and a special good evening if you are a regular listener to the program. We certainly appreciate having you on board each and every Tuesday right here on TDN Radio. So take a listen, enjoy this song from Savage out of Dominica, a song entitled Rescue Me, and then we will go straight into our interview with Jahari Chi. And as a reminder, our interviews are recorded via Facebook Live. So this is a pre-recorded interview that Jahari did with us. And I think you will see why we consider him such an inspirational young man. So again, enjoy this number while we uh, wait and we introduce you to Mr. Jahari.
Special thank you to Annette Philip for coming on board as the latest sponsor of Untapped Potential. Annette is an innovator, she's a trailblazer, and she's always looking for an opportunity to advance herself. So thank you, Annette, for being our latest sponsor of Untapped Potential. And for more information about Annette, the author, you can visit her page at sammythebunny.com. So again, that is sammythebunny.com. And Annette is now also a consultant for Touchstone Jewelry. So for more information, you can contact her via her website, sammythebunny.com. And again, we say a special good evening to you, Annette. And we say thank you for believing in the work that we do here uh, through Untapped Potential. And thank you for signing on as a sponsor to the program. All right. Well, I am from Portsmouth, Dominica, the second town. Um, I, well, I was born in Point Michel, but my family is from the north of the island. So when I was very young, we moved to Portsmouth and that's where I grew up, um, very in tune with nature and with, um, living naturally. Um, so that's something that I, I continue to carry with me whenever things get stressful and, um, you know, the stresses of life weigh you down. It's always good to center and get back to to nature because we're we're all connected um uh on some of occasions something that that also grounded me is i have an uncle who um very in tune with natural stuff and and he had a house up in the mountains so sometimes on some of occasions we would go up there and we would spend weeks um up in the mountains just away from everything and it really has given me perspective that helps me to really manage my my stress level and my 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 engagement in a lot of the things that gets us wild up in 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 this world um so i'm very grateful for my my upbringing in dominica humble beginnings but beginnings that continue to pay dividends in times like these when um we have to manage not just our resources um physically but also our mental state and our, our, our ability to navigate um, troubling times. Yes, absolutely. So what's, what brought you to, because you live in Anguilla now, right? Yeah. Yeah, so what brought you to Anguilla? Um, after I finished um, two years at the Dominica State College, my dad lived in Anguilla. And even before that, I used to visit on summer vacations. Mm -hmm. So um, after I finished college, I back home, I, I, I didn't find anything to do to fit the, the things that I did. So I went on summer vacation again and I applied for a job in Anguilla and I was successful and um, I've been there ever since. Yeah. And you've so, been in Anguilla how long? 13 years now. 13 years. So you're pretty much a citizen of, of Anguilla at this point. <laughs> you can say pretty that. The is still in your heart like me, right? Definitely. Um, I, I credit I credit both islands for helping me to get to the point where I am now. So, yes, absolutely. Uh, yes. Way of continuing our introduction. Tell us about your profession. So, so what do you do professionally? And I know we can't wait to talk about your music, but you're such an interesting man that I thought we would spend some time just exploring who you are. So what do you do in terms of your profession? Um, my, my main job is teaching. So I've been a teacher for the past 13 years. It's, um, what I've done from the time I, I started living in Anguilla. Um, I've been at the primary level. So I've taught from grades three to six. Then right now I'm a grade four teacher. Um, over the years, while, while, um, trying to understand the, the teaching profession and how it's evolved over time. Um, 
our principal at the time realized that the male influence in the in the education system was lacking. So she started this program when I was at grade six, where um, she created an all boys class. So when the kids got to grade six, they would be divided by sex. Uh, a female teacher teaching the the girls, and I would get all the boys. And we did that for about four years because at our school. Um, some kids would go through the entire primary system and not have a male teacher. And for the men, uh, for the young boys, um, like we spoke about before, some of them, they don't even have that male influence at home. So we try to make sure that at an early age, before they get to the high school level, they could have uh, a, a male influence. And for the four years I did it, it was very, it was very interesting. Um, we got featured in a Caribbean magazine. I can't remember what it is, but yeah, we got featured in a Caribbean magazine because apart from just teaching the curriculum, we also did things that were more hands-on, more engaging. Um, I would spend time um, playing basketball with them after school and even during school and when during downtime and things like that, just getting to know them more more personally, even outside the classrooms, where they got more, more comfortable with telling me things um, in their personal life. And it was so interesting. I remember this one thing that our principal said. She told me that a parent came to her class, came to her office, and she was talking about her son in my class. And she said that, um, she said that he said one thing that he likes is when, when he had all the female teachers, if they did one thing, then they would keep bringing it back up over and over and over every day. But with me, if they did something yesterday, the next day, it's almost like it didn't even happen. Oh boy, he's just putting us as women on blast, isn't he? <laughs> I'm, just telling, I'm just saying what he said. Yes. So, um, so we don't notice certain things, but um, sometimes when you, when, you, when you take time to analyze and, and understand the way children think and some of the things that they focus on, you can see that it actually has an impact, so. Yeah, and Tiran, that is such a, a powerful point that you're making. We had a conversation before coming on the Facebook Live, and like I was telling you, you know, it never occurred to me the important role of male teachers in the classroom because some yeah. of these young boys have no fathers at home. Yeah. So they're pretty we, much surrounded by women, which, you know, we can't fault the women for... for you know, sometimes the absence of the man, but having no. a male teacher like you is such a positive role model for these young men. And and something, what, what I think is more so um, important is me being a male teacher, but me also being myself. Yes. Because we have created certain stereotypes in society that when children reach a certain age, they're like, I don't, I don't want to be a teacher. I don't want to go down this line because I can't be myself. I have to do this this way. I have to do that that way. And over the years, I've tried to make it, um, I've tried to ensure that I don't lose myself and who I am while trying to toe the line of making sure that I do not upset my superiors as well. But right. it's something that, that's very important to me because I know I know that it makes a difference. I, I might not look like your average teacher the way I look, but um, that doesn't change the fact that what's in here is in here and I can impart it onto, onto the youth. So we have to show them diversity because they are diverse. They won't, everybody won't be an academic, a top scholar, but Absolutely. everybody can get to a certain point where they can contribute to society. So yeah. we have to show that as well. Yes, and I'm already enjoying this conversation, I'm Tarant. But before we continue, let me acknowledge everyone who's joining us on the Facebook Live already. We have quite a few folks who have checked in. So Beverly Johnson watching from California. Beverly, it's always great to see you, as well as Rosalind. You know, I have some super fans, Teron. You know, we put on a Facebook Live and they jump on it and they share the live and they support our people. And I'm so grateful for them. So we also have DJ uh, Kubuli Toussaint. He's another uh, favorite starring Carter. Thank you for being here. And again, thank you for introducing us um, to Tyrone and bringing him to our attention. And she says, definitely, yes, 
psychosocial issues affects children and how they relate and cope in school. Great point. So we're looking forward to hearing from you guys on the Facebook Live. Don't forget to share the live because as you know, and I am quickly learning this, you never know who is looking at this Facebook Lives and the opportunities they can bring your way. So if 6,000 visitors every week, that's a lot of eyes. <laughs> so Definitely. I encourage everyone to continue to share the live, share the live, tag someone, tag a few people to come on over as we enjoy this very important conversation. And I'm just gonna take one more comment before we continue. We have Linda Banks, I'm sorry, I can pronounce your first name. Halep Tyrone Jahari Chi, Chai Chi, Chi. <laughs> You are such an awesome role model for the boys you teach and other men. We hope that more men will be motivated to follow you into the classroom. So I could not agree more. So again, thank you for the work that you're doing. And I also know that you're a social activist. So tell us a little bit about that as well. Um, for me, I just like going to school and going to college. One of the things that my lecturers always said is the goal of every generation is to leave the world better than they, they, they met it. So that's something that I always kept in my mind. And for me, first and foremost is keep, is making our Caribbean islands. Cause I'm not just in Dominica or Anguilla anymore. I have a love for the region. And for me, it's making our region better than, than I met it. And I think a big part of that is changing the way that we think, not just about issues outside of the region, but about ourselves. So for me, um, when, when, when it comes to issues of, of race and social inequality, whether that be financially or just, just opportunities for our people is something that I take very serious. And, um, what, what put me into the, so, well, I've always been, uh, a conscious person in terms of um, trying to understand my black history and where I'm from and what makes me who I am. Most times when people ask me where I'm from, I say, I don't know, because the truth is I was born in Dominica, but if I really, if I really have to break it down, I don't know where I'm from. <laughs> so um, that's, and that's something where, that's something that we need to find out. And if you, if you are really interested in who you are, you need to understand how you got here and what are the factors that are still holding us down from, from succeeding to a point, um, to the point that certain other races are. Mm -hmm. And for me, I think one of the main issues is we, we need to realize that the system of racism and slavery, it still exists. It's just in a different form. And, a thing that I am very passionate about is, is the type of leaders that we have in society right now. I believe that they, they think about the now and they don't think about, I can't say they don't think about the future, but they don't think about the future in terms of everybody. And they don't have the guts or the, they lack the, I don't want to use a bad word, but they lack the guts to make certain decisions to make sure that their people are represented. And we, as people too, we have to hold our leaders to a certain standard because if we don't do that, then we're just going to accept everything that is put on the table. So I, what I want to do is to awaken the mentality of as many people as possible and, and to let them know that as much as we think we're free, there's, there's a lot more out there that we can achieve and we can reach. And our leaders need to put us first because the, the, the region is in a, a funny place right now where most islands are into tourism. That's the main industry, many islands. But tourism is a service industry and who are we serving? Most of the people we serve are not, are not our people. So, and then with the way things are, are being done right now, tourism is actually increasing the, the cost of living. And the local man in most Caribbean islands is very hard for them to keep up with that cost of living. So eventually they're going to get the lower paying jobs. The people who are coming in, they're coming in and they're expats, they're working in certain industries and they're making more money. 
They're going to be able to afford it. And eventually, we're going to get ourselves back into a place where we are the least in our own countries. And it's going to be legal. It's going to be something that's going to be very hard for us to get out of. Whereas, whereas slavery, we, we fought out of it and we, we are free to make certain decisions. But if we continue down this path without ensuring that our people are first and the things that we do for them are first, 10, 20 years down the line, I can see us being in some serious problems. Yeah, I, yeah, and I, I certainly agree with you. And I think a lot of people who are joining us on the Facebook Live would also agree with you. Because when you look at a small island like Dominica and you look at Roseau, where you have 47 businesses in the city of Roseau being owned mm. by Chinese nationals. And, and mm. mind you, I don't have anything against the Chinese, right? I don't have anything against progress. I don't have anything against opportunities for people. But what you speak of is correct because then mm -hmm. it's almost like you're becoming a minority in your own island because, yes, yeah. you have to give concessions to the foreigners to encourage them to come to, to invest in our islands and to invest in our businesses. But how is the local businessman able to compete with these they... concessions? So there has to be balance. And then you can say, are they really, are they really, are you really giving them incentives to, to come in or are you allowing them to exploit your island? Because in some of these countries where they come from, they can't pay their workers the wages that they pay our workers because the, the, um, the minimum wage is three to four times higher than the wage that they can pay our workers. So they're basically exploiting us to promote themselves. Mm -hmm. And and I'm I'm all for diversity, but at the end of the day, we need to ensure that when we do it, we create a path, if not now, but down the line for future generations to to gain from that from from what we did. And the way that it's being done right now, that's not happening. Yeah, and, I, and I'm really happy we're having this conversation. And of course, everybody will tell you I'm the least political person you will ever know. People who've been following me for the last almost year will tell you that I don't speak politics. But when it comes to fighting for the rights of our peoples, we have to speak the truth. And yeah. I'm speaking from firsthand knowledge. I have a cousin who recently moved to Dominica. He's a builder, so he's in construction. And he's been looking for work for the last six months. And I was astonished when he told me that he went to certain projects and they were offering him 70 EC dollars a day oh. to work. Yep. It's an insult. It's an insult. How do you sustain yourself on $70 a day? So I'm really happy that you're a social activist, that you're fighting for the rights for people and i'm also very happy that you are you're recognizing the need to uh support our identity because i mm -hmm. think that was so powerful what you said that when people ask you where you're from you say i don't know yeah that's true that that is that is mm -hmm. very powerful so thank you for sharing that so if you're just joining us we're speaking to Tehran Azil, better known as uh jahari chi got it right <laughs> And he is a new up-and-coming reggae artist, um, originally from Dominica, now residing in Anguilla. He's also a teacher, a role model for so many young men. He's a social activist, and he's just telling us all about what he's been fighting for in terms of, of his um, social activism. So we are very happy that he's joining us. Now, you're also a poet. And now you have dropped your first song. But before we go into that, I want to share because I know that you recently received an award that I wanted everyone to see because we are so proud of you. So here it is. I just want to take a look so everyone can see. Uh, Tyrone Azale is a sixth grade teacher at the Adrian T. Hazel Primary School where he teaches an all-boys class by using strategies and techniques proven to be more uh, suitable and effective in teaching boys and making their learning experiences more practical. He has transformed young, many young lives. Tyrone is also a poet, social activist, and artist who goes by the um, alias Jahari Chi, which means young, strong, and powerful life force. 
Tehran truly hopes to be a force for change and lives by the motto, everything you desire to accomplish is possible, just do it. Very powerful, very powerful. So in terms of the strategies that you use to reach these boys, just share a couple um, with us um, very quickly. Um, well, first and foremost, more hands-on approaches. Mm -hmm. So instead of staying in the class all day, going outside and getting active, and um, getting them engaged in, and it, that that truly works for children of whether it's boys or girls. Right. But just making sure that their lessons are catered to things that they're interested in, because mm -hmm. in that case, then they're they're more inclined to to learn. Also, um, instead of just teaching the curriculum, having time where we can sit down and talk about social issues or issues affecting them, um, where they could come and just sit down and have a chat mm -hmm. or in the afternoons for the last 10, 15 minutes of the day, just talk about things that are going on where they share stories and things like that were very, very um, impactful, I think. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. it's something that, that can be applied because it doesn't have to be, well, having a male influence is, is very important, but some of these techniques can be applied by anybody, even parents at home mm -hmm. to, um, to get to know their kids a little better and to, to push the right buttons to, to allow them to, to achieve the most out of their, their abilities. Now, now do, you, do you think um, discipline is more of an issue with an all-boys class? It was, it was hard. Yeah, yeah testosterone <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> yeah, it, it was hard. And part of getting them outside was to actually burn off some energy too. Right. Um, but um, it, was, it wasn't easy but it was worth it. Is it a program that you guys are continuing or was it just something that, um, that was shared at the time? Well, we piloted, it yeah, we piloted it for four years and um, with a change in um, the administration, not, mm -hmm. not government, but at our school, um, they decided to part ways with it. I don't know if it's if it's gonna come back on stream, but um, yeah. So it's it's no longer happening. Yeah, yeah, that's unfortunate. Hopefully they will they will bring it back around. But let's jump into your music. So I'm gonna roll your first, your very first sing, um, single um, that is called. I'll let you introduce the song. All right, guys. This is my very first single. It's called Two Cents. And the video was shot here in Anguilla. The song was recorded at the Anguilla Music Academy. Um, the producer of the song was a Dominican himself, um, Dennis Warrington. And big up to the guys in the studio, Omar and Darius, um, for helping to put this together. The video was shot by Mars Sim Visuals, a very talented group um, in Anguilla. And then in the, in the video, I'm wearing a short um, that says Nasty Good. It's one of my good friends in Anguilla. That's his brand, um, Judd Borden. Some of the kids that you see in the video are actually students who are in my class. My son is, one of the kids is my son and the, the others are his friends. I also have the, the leading female in the video, um, Tanika Hodge. She is, um, uh, she's on social media a lot. She has a YouTube channel as well that people can check that out um mm -hmm. i think it's tanika's life so yeah so it was a whole group effort i'm very happy with how the video came out and yeah check it out yes and congratulations on that and let's just say we don't own the rights to the music or the content so facebook please you know bear with us because they keep flagging me but we'll repeat <laughs> it that we don't own the rights to the the music or the content so let's take a listen
Sorry, cheat. Vibe with me. Everybody put in their two cents. Everybody put in their two cents now. Everybody put in their two cents. And now we got a million dollar story around town. Everybody put in their two cents. Everybody put in their two cents now. Everybody put in their two cents. And now we got a million dollar story. Johnny was a good boy going up to school. Top of the class, everybody know him cool. Never finish last, never breaking any rules. Every test Johnny passed, couldn't take him for a fool. Now Johnny landing go. Every day and the corner, teacher them blame it on the marijuana. They say he learned it from me father cause he is a farmer. So them Johnny drop out to a gangster from a scholar. Then all them here is a... Babylon they pull up on the streets too. Find Johnny high with a joint in hand. For Babylon black things are in high demand. For them brave to be oppressed the master plan. I pray but got to remedy the oppression. But Johnny real love was a must. But in the cold world you don't know who to trust us. Everybody put in their two cents. Everybody put in their two cents now. Everybody put in their two cents. And now we got a million dollar story around town. Everybody put in their two cents. Everybody put in their two cents now. Everybody put in their two cents. And now we got a million dollar story. that so facebook show us some love show jahari some love what did you guys think about the song let us know so tell us about that song um Taron, what was the inspiration what's the message just tell us about the song uh the inspiration is basically the life that a lot of young men and young women in the caribbean go through like Sometimes it's a simple thing and then a rumor is started about you. And because our societies are so small, sometimes that rumor can carry on with you for the rest of your life. So it's like sometimes everybody puts in their two cents, but you end up with a story that you can get out of. But it also has a positive message in that um, no matter what people say, you, you can, you're still in control of your story and you can make it you can make that million dollars a positive thing if you if you really if you if you think about how you can actually profit off of that because in the world today there are many ways if you have if people are talking about you then trust me you can make that make money for you there's no so, such thing as negative publicity is that what you're trying to say exactly yes so yes. so if it's if it's authentic i just i just think that everybody needs to just understand that being your authentic self is very important because you might think that it's not important, but somebody's looking at you and somebody's trying to say, okay, that person is thinking the way I'm thinking and this is what they're doing. They, they keep going forward and trying to accomplish. So mm -hmm. maybe I can do the same. So that's just what I am trying to do because in order to accomplish some of these goals, I have to, you need money. Yes. And right now, right now, my my goal is to, and a lot of times people say, um, don't think about the money, don't do that, but I'm thinking about the money. Yeah, so, absolutely. 
because in order to in order to put some of these things into action and put some of these ideas into like to make them work you need funding and if that funding is not is not coming then you need to find ways to do it yourself so yeah. part of me actually doing my poetry and doing music is just me using every bit of talent that i i think i have mm -hmm. and putting it out there so that um, i can i can i can reap the rewards and then in turn put that into into projects that i that i i have yeah and you know as speaking about our caribbean society you know i think we have this mentality where we don't think people should be rewarded and paid for their talents and i'm so against that if you're yeah, because, talented, you're given the talent so you can sustain your livelihood. Yeah, so why do you not want to profit off of you? If you're a writer, you should be able to write books and get paid. If you're a public speaker, a motivator, you should be able to get paid. If you're a singer a poet, you should be able to get paid for that. Yes, you should. I've been I've been doing poetry seriously because I started writing when I was about eight. Mm -hmm. But I, I didn't get and then I, I would write, but then I never did anything with it. It's only mm -hmm. been about three or four years that I've been doing it um, um, more seriously. Mm -hmm. And for the first two years, even though I was performing different places and putting my stuff out there, any everything that I did, I never got paid for it. Um, the first time I got paid for something was, I think, earlier, earlier in this year, mm -hmm. I got paid for a performance. Right. So, um, and I, it was always like, this plan has been in, it's not something that just started. Mm -hmm. I always plan to come out with music. Like before I, before I started putting out my poetry and stuff, I had this, this presentation where I had the introduction to Jahari Chi and I invited a few people, friends, people close to me, also people who have different businesses in Angola and so on, just to come out and just to listen and give me feedback. And then I took that feedback and I, I formulated a plan mm -hmm. and it started with poetry and social activism and then music is now one of the avenues that i'm going to use to push some of some of my ideas and hopefully it it resonates with with people and they support the movement yeah and, and you speak so very well of the importance of remaining consistent and yeah. not giving up because after two years most people would have been like well you know i'm not getting paid for this poetry thing i got responsibilities so I'm going to put it to the side and just focus on teaching and be done with it. Yeah. But then if you, if you do that, to be you're honest, not living your you, purpose. you're not living your purpose and you, the world, people like to say that they like to talk about the system, but it is really a system. It is a system. If you look at it, most, most people who are, a lot of the people who are really successful are people who <laughs> broke out of the system, even <laughs> though they, they, they were part of it for a period of time. They always had a certain goal that they wanted to achieve. Mm -hmm. So the system is there, it's there for a reason, it's there for the world to function, but um, you also have to learn how to function within that system to, to mm -hmm. achieve your true purpose. And I don't have all the answers, like I, I, I'm still learning things every day, but so mm -hmm. far on my journey, these are some of the things that I've, I've realized and things that I've tried to implement um, mm -hmm. in my daily life. Far from perfect, I have a lot of things to work on. I know and I do know that in my personal life and professionally as well. A lot yeah, of things. And, some, and as someone who's getting um, uh, more into this venture, I think something else a lot of us don't realize is the importance of branding yourself. Yeah. Have you thought about what your brand is, what your brand represents, how you're going to feature your brand? I have, but my brand is, my brand right now is do not judge me. <laughs> my brand is authenticity and my yes. brand is, and that's why I haven't put out an album, even though I have songs that I can probably put out an EP or an album. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to come out with, I have at least five or six singles that are already written and each one is different. Not everybody will agree or like everything that I put out, but I'm putting it out for a purpose because yeah. I believe that the, the, the generation that I want to impact, the song Two Cents has a positive message and a lot mm -hmm. of them will, might identify with it, but they will also 
they also identify with other things because they're young, they love to go out, they love to do other things. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think having interviews like these are more important because when I put out a certain song, it is really going out there for a purpose, to reach mm -hmm. a certain crowd, to get them in. But when we sit down and we have discussions like this, then I can actually explain why I'm doing certain things and the thought process behind it and how I believe that certain people, how I believe that um, we as Caribbean people and Black people, how we can impact our societies positively. Because I don't want, one of the things, after I had my first son, I don't want him to do the same things that I did. I mean, right. I appreciate I appreciate everything that our ancestors did in the past to get us to this point. But we also have a responsibility to take the next generation to, to, to even higher heights. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I, I, I really want to see happen. Yeah. Um, something that I didn't touch on, but mm -hmm. something that I want to touch on is um, with social activism. There was this Dominican um, man who was killed by a tourist in Anguilla. Yes. Kenny Mitchell. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. And that was, that was one of the things like uh, where I had to actually hold up myself because it was it was before the George Floyd situation in the United States. Mm -hmm. And then I, I found myself posting things about George, George Floyd and things like that. And then when I, when I sat back, there was one day I was sitting and I was going through my post and I was like, are you being a hypocrite? Why are you talking about George Floyd? Mm -hmm. And something like this happened right here in Angola, almost the same thing. And you're not doing or saying anything about it. Mm -hmm. And then that's when I, um, I decided to um start because i also have this group called caribbean lives matter mm -hmm. on facebook you can mm -hmm. check it out and yeah. we we organized um two rallies one in anguilla and one in dominica um kenny mitchell rallies just to um get the story out there um so people could be more aware of what was happening we also started a petition um we had 30 30 something thousand signatures on that petition um Recently, there's some update in the case where um, Scott Hapgood, his, um, his appeal was denied. Mm -hmm. So the case is supposed to continue. Um, the preliminary inquiry is supposed to continue. So that's some good news. So right. just going to keep following it and see, see what, what happens. Because in situations like that, as Kenny Mitchell, I see Kenny Mitchell as me because... <laughs> Honestly, he has a young daughter. He's um, even might be a little younger than I am. Mm -hmm. And if it could have easily been somebody else. But what we fail to do in our Caribbean societies is when something happens, we're always saying, oh, that's them. We don't put ourselves right. in that situation. Because mm -hmm. if, if it was me, if, or if it was my brother in that situation, I don't know what I would have done. So I think mm -hmm. of Kenny Mitchell as my brother. Right. Um, I also work at a restaurant a few nights a week, and I had guests who were like, the guy who died, he's your brother, right? And I was like, no, he's not my brother. But Why? Because he's black and you're black? No, because because I'm fighting for, for oh, the cause. Oh, because you're so passionate about what you're, like, okay. And sometimes I, I say my brother when I'm talking, mm. but mm -hmm. not, not blood brother, but right. yeah, and that's how we have to think of each other because trust me, it could be any one of us. Right, right. Well, thank you for giving us an update because Anthony was just asking about an um, update on the case. So thank you for providing an update on the case. And folks are already asking about where they can find your music. So I went ahead and posted the link to Spotify in the comments section so that um, they can jump on and buy your music and just support you. Go to your YouTube channel, um, subscribe to the YouTube channel because these are all very important ways to show your support for our up and, and rising um, artists. So what has the response to the song been so far? Very, very good. good. Um, in Anguilla, the song is getting a lot of radio play, good. Uh, which is good. Something that I want to do is get it more out into the region. So right. reaching out to DJs and radio stations and things like that in the Caribbean. Because mm -hmm. if the radio play in Angola is um, is uh, an example, then if it goes throughout the Caribbean, I'm sure mm -hmm. um, the single can actually make waves. Mm -hmm. And I also want to get it out there internationally because um, with registered music, um, radio plays can also bring in revenue as well. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. So that's one of, that's one of my, my goals right now. 
<laughs> and I, I'm still doing poetry as well. I have a spoken word piece that's that I plan to release at the end of this month. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to come out with a video as well. So people can look out for that. It will be on my, my YouTube channel, Jahari Chi Music. The single itself is also on Apple Music, iTunes. It's on Spotify. It's on Amazon Music. It's on all these platforms. So um, you could get it on any one of those things. Just search Jahari Chi. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'm happy I posted the spelling. So for anyone, because I will also replay this interview on my radio program. So for anyone who's listening to the radio program, Jahari spelled J-A-H-A-R-I. And you she are listening to Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone. If you live in Canada, the U.S., and the U.K., and are looking for Dominica products, including cocoa sticks, bay rum, coffee, soaps, crafts and other popular Dominica items, then look no further. You can now shop on buydominicaonline.com, a secure, easy to navigate website selling a wide variety of Dominica made and Dominica inspired products. When you shop on buydominicaonline.com, you are helping to grow Dominica's economy. Go to buydominicaonline.com and enjoy home away from home. I have to tell you, uh, Jahari is the perfect example of why we spend all this time promoting our people from Dominica, people of Caribbean heritage, uh, people of the Caribbean region. Because here you have a young man who is a teacher. He's spending time motivating our young men. He's fighting for social justice. Uh, he's a new dad, by the way. Congratulations, Jahari. He has his hands full with his family. He's giving back in terms of producing wonderful music. So why would we not promote him? And I think to myself that all these great performers we have, all they need is exposure. Once they have opportunities for exposure, the sky is the limit in terms of their ability to represent us so well. So again, I want to thank Jahari for stopping by to tell us all about his life and all about his interest and his mission. And I hope that you too will continue to promote young men, young women, um, everyone from the Caribbean region who is trying to get a positive message out there. So if you're looking for more information about Jahari, you can always find him on YouTube, like he mentioned. His YouTube channel is Jahari Chai, uh, J-A-H-A-R-I, two words, last name C-H-I, so Jahari Chai Music on YouTube. So you can check him out. You can support his work. You can support his music. And in the same way, you can look for him on Spotify and the other music streaming uh, platforms in terms of being able to support his work. So I thank you in advance for supporting our talent, for supporting our people, and for helping to just give them more exposure. So if you're a DJ out there, if you know someone who's a DJ, I encourage you to share Jahari's music as well as the music of Savage, which I just played a little bit earlier. So again, thank you for all that you do as well in terms of supporting um, our folks from the Caribbean. So with regards to our tip for today, you know, when we come here, we always try to provide one tip before we head off uh, from the program. And today I wanted to share with you a particular clip from Dr. Carissa Etienne. So if you're from Dominica, Dr. Carissa Etienne is very familiar to you. She is the head of PAHO, the Pan American Health Organization, and she recently made a very passionate plea to everyone to get vaccinated. You know, this COVID-19 crisis is simply crippling so many Caribbean economies. It's impacting so many of our people in terms of their ability to work. As you know, in Dominica, we do not have a stimulus package, yet many people are out of work because of this pandemic. So Dr. Carissa Etienne made a passionate plea recently to everyone to urge them to get the vaccine. So I wanted to also play it here to just keep encouraging us 
to get vaccinated so we can all get back to our lives. We can get back to our livelihoods. We can get back to our social events. And yes, we can get back to our seawall. If you're not Dominican, that simply means that we can get back to partying and fetting. Okay. So I wanted to share with you Dr. Etienne's plea for everyone to get the COVID-19 vaccine. So take a listen and then stay with us. Stay tuned as we come back to wrap up the program. Caribbean person, I want to add my voice to this because I am truly very concerned about what is happening in the Caribbean. The Caribbean, over many, many years, the Caribbean has been the region, the sub-region with who attained the highest coverage of, of, of vaccines. And, and those are routine vaccines. But what we are seeing now is one, um, persons totally relaxing on the public health measures and a great level, a high level of vaccine hesitancy, um, where vaccines, even when they are available, that um, persons are not coming forward. As Ciro said, we are seeing vaccine hesitancy in healthcare workers. I, I want to make a special appeal um, to my fellow Caribbean persons to please we have to be extremely careful. We have limited bed capacity and limited ICU capacity in our small islands. We also, in smaller Muslim, smaller islands, we have limited expertise in terms of the number of healthcare workers, the number of respiratory therapists, the number of anesthetists. And our, our health systems will become overwhelmed very quickly. I don't know the sources of the, uh, the information that is triggering this level of vaccine hesitancy. I can tell you that they are not scientifically um, proven. And I, I, I want to appeal to you to listen to, to the sources where you have truthful, scientifically based information and evidence. The vaccines work and the proof that vaccines work, particularly those that have um, received emergency use listing from WHO, it's because in the cases that are now hospitalized, that's in severe illness and deaths, more than 95% of those have not been vaccinated. To be protected, you need to receive the full regimen. The, if, if it's two doses, you need to receive the full doses. One dose does not protect you. And please, the best vaccine for anyone is the one available to you. So please make use of, of, of vaccines that are available. But at the same time, please adhere to the public health measures. It is really foolhardy to not adhering to public health measures, not becoming vaccinated in a situation where um, capacity is limited in terms hospital capacity, it is really foolhardy. We are playing with our lives. So my appeal to you is get up, wake up from that slumber, wake up from that dream, um, because we know that the vaccines are safe. Um, they do have side effects. Those are extremely rare. And I want to assure you that we are monitoring uh, the occurrence of those side effects. They're being monitored nationally, regionally, and globally. And there is immediate, um, there, uh, immediately we take action, immediate action on, um, on, on side effects so we can prevent any more. But frankly, every medication that you take has side effects. You don't question them. You, they, they have side effects. There are new medications that are um, coming out with new technology that people are taking um, and they do have side effects. But the important thing is that those side effects are monitored and reported and action is taken to address those. So please, please, please take your vaccines and please wear your mask properly. Social distance. I know we Caribbean people like to be close, close, close. And we like fets and we like to...
to congregate, please uh, avoid congregation, wash your hands um, frequently, observe the respiratory etiquette and wash your hands frequently. Thank you. Yeah, so Caribbean. just a reminder that we're all in this together and the sooner we can get vaccinated, the sooner we will all be able to get back to our lives. So here we are at the end of the program. It has been wonderful being with you right here on TDN Radio for another episode of Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone. If this is your first time tuning into the program, we want to say a special welcome to you and we want to thank you for joining us today. Uh, we are here each and every Tuesday from 5.30 to 6.30 Eastern Standard Time as we get powered up for the week together. We invite a great guest to join us for the program. We play some inspirational, uplifting music, and we simply share a tip or two on how to stay motivated, how to stay energized with regards to working on those very important life goals that we have all set for ourselves. So as a reminder, when we come here every Tuesday, it is a reminder that we have important important goals that we should be working on. So it is just a way to keep us on track to figure out what can we do this week to stay on top of working on those important life goals. So I want to thank you. I want to thank you for being here with me. Uh, don't forget, we have the featured video on our website um, this evening, and that is going to be the interview with Jahari. And if this is your first time joining us, my website is Push Past 10, P-U-S-H, P-A-S-T, the number 10.com, and it is where you can find the past past podcasts of untapped potential so all the other wonderful guests who have graced our platform you can find their interviews you can also find the link to our youtube channel of all the past episodes of the facebook live programs that we've had and we just continue to grow we continue to grow and expand the program and we also continue to be the source of our mental break for the week with everything that is going on. So if you are on Facebook, we encourage you to be a part of the movement to um, get energized, continue to get energized during the week, continue to take that much needed break. So we spend about an hour, maybe twice a week, every week on Facebook to just engage our community, to just have a great conversation with an inspiring guest, uh, to have some great music. So if you are on Facebook, we encourage you to follow Push Past 10 on Facebook. And it is so wonderful to see that in less than a year, we already have about 2,200 Facebook followers, as well as about 3,400 uh, friends on DA Rose, which is my other page on Facebook. So the movement continues. We're continuing the movement to not only promote and support our own, which is very important and very dear to my heart, but also to be a place of a, a positive light, a positive space where we can just relax and we can enjoy a great conversation and just simply take a break from all the chaos of this world. So I'm enjoying this journey and I hope that you're enjoying being a part of this community as we continue to grow. So again, pushpast10.com for all the information you need to know about our past guests as well as our future guests. And speaking of our future guests, of course, next week we are back at it again. We will be here, God willing, with another guest. And this time, I thought I would bring to you a special DJ, a DJ who goes by the name of DJ Hypeness. And she was a guest recently on one of our Facebook programs. And yet again, she is such an inspiration. You know, there's so many stories out there that I don't think we will ever be done <laughs> with this program. So I'm very happy um, for that. So she was be here. She will tell us about her life as a teenage mother in Dominica, coming to the U.S., coming to this country with little direction, um, and no plan whatsoever. She will tell us about being homeless. She will tell us about having COVID-19 and being forced to work. Imagine that, having COVID-19 and being forced to 
to work. And she will always also tell us about how she is soaring, how she has taken off. She is now one of the top DJs of Caribbean music, some of the very interesting ventures that she's pursuing right now. So she has a lot to share. So I cannot wait to bring you her interview next week because I think you will certainly find it uh, very inspirational. And you know, these folks are just the reminders of what is possible with our own lives. So again, I want to thank you for being here. Thank you for spending this time with me. And I look forward to being with you, being back on your radio next week at the same time. So as always, don't forget, your life story is your strength. The challenges you have faced have prepared you for today's challenges. So remember to tap into your potential, stay positive, stay strong, stay engaged, and stay active until we meet again right here back on TDN Radio. I wish you a wonderful week.